This is where great ideas about the financial world come together. Welcome to the Financial Forum Podcast with the president of Fortune Financial Group, Chris Galise. Let's have a little fun and and uh, think about some fables. Let's let's grab a few old classic. I've got a couple here. I jotted down a few things here. Some fables with that we all can know. Uh, what is it? Aesop's fables, I guess. Aesop, right? There's yeah. always a moral to the story. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. So you're an author, so we'll have some fun with this and let you do a financial spin on some of these classics here. Okay. Okay. All right. The miser and his gold. Do you remember this one? I don't know if this, I know this one or not. Okay. So, so the miser. Sure. Yeah. So the miser used to hide his gold at the foot of a tree in his garden. Every week he used to go and dig it up and gloat over his riches. And a robber, of course, was watching him. who noticed this, went and dug up the gold, ran off with it. And when the miser came to gloat over his treasures, he found nothing but an empty hole. He raised such an outcry that all the neighbors came to see what was wrong. He told them he used to come and visit his gold. Of course, now his gold is gone. Uh, Did you ever take any of it out? Asked one of the, uh, the onlookers. No, he said, I only came to look at it. Then come over here and look at the whole set of neighbor. It will do you just as much good. <laughs> uh, so, what's a moral of the story we might take from that one, Chris? Okay, I mean, I mean, we're, and I've I've seen this situation, um, you know, w- with some folks that I meet is that they're they're so intent on just accumulating money, just, and just building there. it up, and they want their nest egg to get bigger and bigger and bigger. But they don't want to spend any of it. Yeah, I don't want to say they're they're cheap, but they're, 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 they're very thrifty. And a lot of times, I I have to remind them that it's okay to spend money. You know, now that especially now that you're you're retired, we know you can't take it with you. So if you're not going to spend it, what good has all this accumulation over the years have done? And you know, a lot of times, my clients would say, you know, I'm just afraid that if I if I spend Spend it, you know. It's just gonna, you know, start going down. I'm gonna run out of money, and then I'm gonna, you know, just just be in trouble. You know, and that's where having something in writing, tangible, Mark, that I could show them that they say, listen, you know, even if you spend, you know, an extra twenty thousand a year, and I'll run the numbers. Even even if you live out to age a hundred, you know, you're still not going to run out of money. And when they're able to see it visually like that, that's kind of what gives them finally the confidence that uh, uh, that maybe they're looking for to go out and spend it. So, you know, I don't think these people are, are intentionally being miserly. They're just, you know, coming from a position of fear and just worrying that if they do start spending that it's going to it's going to run out. But by showing them, you know, hey, that that's not going to happen, uh, it a lot of times creates a, a liberating feeling for them. It gives them permission to, to finally start enjoying the money instead of just you know looking at the, the bank balance every month and, and doing nothing good with it. Yeah. You know, and I think a lot of times people will do that with um, just throwing cash in like a savings account, right? They want to see a certain dollar amount that makes them feel good, whatever it is. I, I think you and I had a conversation a long time ago about somebody who had, they said, well, their, their emergency fund was really like massive. And, mm-hmm. and you were like, well, when's the last time you had like a $40,000 emergency? Right. Uh, never. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. So yeah, at some point, you know, you can have just too much money sitting in the bank. Um, 
you know, which is it doing you good? It might make you feel good, but is it, you know, is it, is it earning? Uh, it's just really kind of losing purchasing. Yeah, power. right. And, you, and you, like I say, you can't take it with you. You yeah, have exactly. to, you know, enjoy some of it. All right. How about this one then? Uh, are you familiar with the man and his two wives? And if not, let me educate you. I thought I was up on my face. You thought you were. Okay. Well, I saved the really, the really well-known ones for in a, in a minute. So, but oh, okay. in this one, in older times, uh, when men were allowed to have uh, multiple wives, Lord knows why. One's tough enough. <laughs> I got my hands full with one. Uh, no, no I, I look at it the other way. When, when you have the best like I do. Well, like, oh, there you go. Fantastic. Nice, nice recovery. Uh, anyway, right. so Aesop's fable here. Basically, he had, the guy had two wives. He's a middle-aged fellow. He's got an older wife and a younger wife. Each one loves him very much, and each one wants to be his favorite. Now, as he's aging, basically... You know, you're turning gray. And so the young wife didn't want him to look like her father, you know, to be too old. So she started taking his gray hair out, plucking him out. And okay. the uh, the older wife saw the gray hair as a sign of they're growing old together, which she thought was fantastic. And she didn't want him to look too young so that she looked like his mother. So basically, she started taking out his black hairs. And <laughs> what happens? Well, basically, the consequence was the man wound up bald. <laughs> because <laughs> each one's taken out his hair. So the moral of the story is basically about yielding. If you constantly yield to others' opinions or thoughts, you're never going to get any place yourself. Right. And this, this does remind me of situations I see when, you know, folks come in to meet me. They're looking for a, a second opinion. They're looking for a retirement readiness review. Okay. And I see, Mark, situations where they have money all over the place. It's with eight or nine different companies, oh, all wow. different products, and there's no rhyme or reason to it. Uh, and as I dig a little bit deeper, you know, it just kind of seems like, like they just went with whatever the uh, the flavor of the month was. Whatever, whatever was kind of sold to them, they that, jumped on that it. that month was. Yeah. Uh, and they just have a mishmash of, uh, of everything because they were constantly, like you said, yielding to this and to that, uh, where that's not the... The way to do it. You want to have a a plan and a process to to work through when you're planning for retirement. You certainly just don't want to have a, a product. Yeah. And I think a lot of people do tend to fall for that sometimes. And not necessarily that they're saying they're gullible and they fall for like a sales pitch, but some people do. Uh, sometimes it does. It becomes very hard to you know, just, you know, not, not kind of put on the brake sometimes and say, what is the purpose of this product? What is it going to do for me? Not only in its, in and of itself, but as a collective for my whole retirement plan. Mm -hmm. So it's easy to kind of do that. All right. Now I'm going to give you one you have to know, Chris, because you know, well, you, you're a marathoner. So the tortoise and the I, hair. I, 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 as I say, I bet it's the tortoise and the hair. Right. You got to know this one. So Slow and steady wins the race. That's right. right. So I, do I need to tell you this one or remind you this one? Yeah, or go, you ahead, go ahead. Right. Listeners, there might be a listener or two out there. Once that's not familiar okay. with it. So the hare, of course, boasts about his speed in front of all the other animals and says, you know, nobody can beat me, basically. I challenge anyone to race me. And the tortoise, of course, the turtle, uh, says, uh, and I know turtles are different than tortoises. Don't yell at me, folks. I'm just kind of making it simple. Uh, said, I accept your challenge. And of course, the, the hare laughed and said, I could run circles around you, man. And the tortoise simply said, let's race. And of course, you know, the story goes, most of us know that the hare darts off almost out of sight immediately. He just, pew, right? He's gone. But after a while, you know, he decided, man, I got this, like, I got this in a bag. I'm smoking this, dude. So I'm going to lay down and take a nap. 
And, of course, the tortoise just kind of plodded on and plodded on and did his thing. And, of course, when the hare woke from his nap, he saw the tortoise near the finish line. And by that time, he could not catch up. So his arrogance got in the way. Right, right. And like I said, the moral of the story is slow and steady wins the race. And this is kind of what my first book is based on. Retirement is a marathon, not a sprint. It it doesn't happen overnight. If, If your whole retirement plan is based on having the right or the winning lottery ticket, uh, it's highly probable that that retirement plan is going to fail. Uh, It's difficult to wake up at age 55 or 60 and say, well, I'm just going to get serious about my my retirement savings now. It's something that you want to be doing really throughout your adult life. And I know it doesn't seem like a lot if you're putting five or $10,000 away a year, but you do that for five, 10, 20, 30, 35 years. And at the end of that time frame, you're very likely to have a significant nest egg accumulated for yourself. So just be patient and you will get there. Yeah. I mean, and I think that's a lot of people... It's hard though, Chris. Wouldn't you say it's hard to sometimes have the discipline to be, you know, diligent? It is, and especially the society we live in these days, Mark, where we've really become a society of immediate gratification. Uh, we we want things now. We want it yesterday, and to just have the patience over many, many years to just be disciplined to keep doing that and having the yeah. faith that if you do do that, you'll be rewarded down the road. That that is difficult. That is counter to what we've been conditioned to lately, but I've been doing this for for over 25 years now, and I've seen time and again people coming to see me, and they've accumulated five, six, seven, eight hundred thousand, sometimes over a million in their nest egg, and they never made more than fifty or sixty thousand dollars a year, but they're able to do it just through discipline. Yeah, no, and I think, and again, it's a hard thing to do, but you know, with a good coach on your side, uh, I think that makes it a little bit easier and a good plan. And that's one of the reasons we do the show, and a lot of the right reasons we kind of do these different stories and analogies, and sometimes it's sports, and we do all kinds of different things to hopefully uh, spark your thoughts on on ideas and things that you should try to put into place for yourself. Because everybody's different; you never know what's going to peak someone's interest. So uh, if you get anything out of these uh, these Aesop's fables as we're switching these over to a financial idea, give Chris a call. Get on his calendar at 800-993-1526. That's 800-993-1526. I'll finish off with the final one I think is pretty cute. Uh, we've got dogs. We're dog lovers. So I'm going to finish off with the dog in his shadow. Are you familiar with this one? I, I am familiar with this one, right? Yeah. It's about the uh, the bone or something. Yeah, in his mouth, basically right? piece of meat, bone, whatever you want to put in there. But yeah, basically, dog has you know something in his mouth. Uh, we'll go with uh, with a piece of meat or a bone or whatever, and uh, and he's carrying it home. And on his way, you know, home, he he catches his own reflection in the water as he's crossing, you know, he's crossing over the water, and he looks down and he sees himself like dogs sometimes will see their reflection, and of course. He's like, hey, uh, he's got some meat too, you know. <laughs> and so, another dog, another right? dog. He's got some meat. I think I'll take that meat from him. And of course, what happens is he opens his mouth to bite at it and loses his own piece of meat that he has in his mouth. So, pretty simple moral of the story is, uh, you know, greed, right? Right, right. Another way to put it, right, is a, a bird in the hand is worth <laughs> exactly uh, in the bush. Yeah, right. That. Same thing. Don't be greedy. Don't go chasing the next shiny object out there. You know, you know, be content, you know, with what you have and don't try to risk it because you read in money magazine that these are the five <laughs> stocks right. that you should own today. And 
you know, you go selling everything you own to buy those five stocks and what happens, three of the five have horrible years and you end up with less money than you started with. Yeah, when you're kind of kind of goes back to what we talked about just yeah. slow and steady don't be trying to you know taking more risk than you should and don't lose that bone right well when you're close to retirement i mean you really should be thinking about protection not maximizing returns like i know that sounds weird because people are like well i want to you know i want to eke out i want to squeeze out as much as i can to really ensure my retirement's well you know going to be doing well but if you've got a good plan in place chris you really shouldn't necessarily have that fear to like you have to squeeze everything out of it right right you're that good a good analogy we talk about sports and uh this was back four or five years ago the one super bowl with the patriots and the uh the, the seahawks. seahawks oh yeah you got uh, it right? one man the seahawks are on the one yard line you know going in for the winning score Run they the got ball. marshall lynch there which is like <laughs> a bruising back and you know instead of just feeding them the ball the next two three carries and letting them win the game they you know they got a little fancy got a little greedy and decided to try a you know pass plan the one yard line and you know what happens the patriots intercept the ball and wins a super bowl and yep. we have to watch tom brady jumping Yet up and down again. celebrating again but that's you know kind of a sports <laughs> analogy right. of what happens when you get too greedy don't let it happen to you when it comes to retirement You've been listening to the Financial Forum Podcast. Again, if you have any questions, don't hesitate to reach out to Chris Scalise, 800-993-1526. That's 800-993-1526. You can also get in touch online by going to fortune-financial.org. That's fortune-financial.org. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. Just search for the Financial Forum Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google, Spotify, and anywhere you listen to podcasts. Investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC, AEWM. AEWM and Fortune Financial Group are not affiliated companies. Fortune Financial Group is an independent financial services firm that helps people create retirement strategies using a variety of insurance and investment products. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to safety, security, or guaranteed lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investment products. Insurance and annuity product guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. Fortune Financial Group is is not permitted to offer and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. You should talk to a qualified professional before making any decisions about your personal situation. We are not affiliated with the U.S. government or any government agency.